Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 42 of Art Chatter, where today Gaynor and I are talking about what drives us. Morning, Karen. Good morning. Yeah, we're not talking about cars or trains and all those things. It's the motivation and, well, if I explain, Karen's in the middle of an epic marathon at the moment, as you may recall from previous um, podcasts. Um, and basically painting and painting and painting because she has a solo exhibition coming up in Bristol in May. That's right. right. Yes. And so basically is, yeah, the, she's not even sleeping, I think, at this point. Are you sleeping? <laughs> well, I am, but I'm painting in my sleep as well. You know when you're a dream and, <laughs> I know it, and, that it, feeling. and you've, you've created all these masterpieces and you come and you think, oh gosh, I haven't done them yet. <laughs> yeah they're all framed sorted hung and then you wake up and it's back to reality it's all to do it's all to do no it's mm. i was thinking it's just really good at the moment you know when you just suddenly find that you've got loads of energy you're in the flow and you're in the flow and you you're just getting on with it and it doesn't seem hard work yeah yeah that's so you're not at the deadline panic adrenaline stage or do you think adrenaline is pushing you at this point i think adrenaline is really key actually and i hadn't really yeah. thought about it um until i was listening to a a sort of podcast is it a podcast or a yeah it is vlog? a podcast or she's um was it a vlog? vlog she's also got a vlog podcast anyway tell us anyway who it is. i was yes you can tell that Gainer knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I was listening. I, I had an email from United Art Space. Yeah. And I've had these emails for about a year, so I must have signed up. And this one was all about um, find out, you know, here, click here and find out how I sort of start the year sort of thing. And you get loads of these just this time of year. Mm. Um, and I hadn't looked because I knew what I was doing. I know that I'm painting, but I thought, Right, I'm doing a bit of pottery stuff around the studio, prepping more boards. Can I just say, when you say pottery stuff, you don't mean ceramics, you mean potter. No, potter, potter, <laughs> yeah, pot, yeah and pottery, pottery as in, yeah, pottering around the studio. <laughs> stuff that um, doesn't need uh, me to think about or sort of switch off from, sort of like prepping boards, gessoing boards. So I was doing some of that, so I thought I'd just listen in, listen in to a podcast. And because this email had come up, I thought, oh, I'll give that one a go. And Michelle Lloyd, excuse me. I'm going to say at this point, we've both got kind of coughs and colds and things at the moment, both really well. But every now and again, because we're talking a lot, 
it, the voices kind of go and we get croaks and coughs. So do excuse us if um, we succumb to it. Yes, it's terribly sorry. I'm going to just have to have a husky voice and um, cough from time to time. Anyway, so I was listening to um, Michelle Lloyd, who was talking about um, goals and setting deadlines. And she was talking about um, a goal she had last year where she was um, going on this massive hike and walking up different mountains. And I don't know where she was walking. Anyway, She was in Canada. I will go and listen to the podcast. It's actually called Your Art Matters with Michelle Lloyd. Um, but she did, I think, the equivalent of Kilimanjaro or Everest, but up and down one mountain. Really? Yeah. So she did the equivalent height, but just one mountain back up and down, back up and down with a group. Right. So it was a major endurance thing. Yeah, I know that she was saying that she had to pace herself, which obviously with, you, know, you can equate that to pacing yourself with painting in the studio and getting things done. And then she said how when she was on to about halfway through and she'd been walking for sort of 30 hours or whatever, I don't know how many hours, but anyway, loads and loads of hours, more than she's normally done, that suddenly she had a surge of energy. Mm. And so the only thing she could put it down to is adrenaline kicking in. Mm. And that was, you know, her body helping her meet her goal. And I think the mm. same as with um, with the painting in the studio, I'm, it must be adrenaline kicking in. Yeah. She, she, uh, it, it, go and listen to the podcast because it's really interesting because she talks about how your your mind and body work to support you, basically. And it's, I, I think with you, it's definitely adrenaline because actually it takes an awful lot of stamina to stand for so many hours a day to just keep going and keep going and stay fresh in the yeah. moment with painting because you can't, you know, it gets stale very quickly if you just plod on. But there's something about your, your brain goes into high energy, um, your body kind of holds itself better and you just keep going with the whole thing because you're doing large paintings a lot a lot of them are very large yeah they're I mean, a meter square you know for yeah. us it's a meter square I mean it's not you yeah know. I'm more comfortable yeah I was going more comfortable doing say 60 by 60s that's mine yeah 50 by 50 60 by 60s they're my normal yeah. size mm. but sort of painting on the wall yeah you're doing bigger movements but it's just the sheer quantity that I've been working yeah. on yeah mm. and I still feel energized which yeah. is unbelievable, really. I <laughs> know. Uh, you do look bright and sparkly. Um, everybody listening, you can't see Karen's <laughs> little sparkly blue eyes at the moment because she's full of excitement and, oh, yeah. I'm loving it. But it's also, also, it's just, I don't know, it's listening to the podcast. I mean, I, maybe because I haven't really listened to podcasts over Christmas, you know, in the start of the year. Mm. And, you know, now sort of getting into sort of the middle of January sort of time you know mm. it's middle of january yeah middle of january yeah that i sort of started sort of listening again yes and hearing things that i've i've known about but one of the things that michelle said is something along the lines of um where your focus goes your energy flows or something like that so a yeah, little catchphrase exactly she uses right. and i just thought Maybe that's it, sort of I'm so focused on painting that all the energy is going that way. Yeah, it's lovely. Though saying that, 
Mm. When you, you know, it's like anything. When you listen to anything, <laughs> and you sort of then other things pop into your mind, and you think, oh, that'd be, good. oh, oh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down quick. I have, I have. <laughs> but did you? One of the things that she was saying to do were mind maps, and mm. I mean, I think she had said said to do them sort of at the end of twenty twenty two. Um, and obviously I'm a bit late on that because I've done reviewing in a different way and focusing yeah. in a different way. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go, you know. Mm, use I use these, mind map. Yeah, use these different categories that she suggested. Yeah. And that has prompted even more projects that I think, oh, you know, oh, I could do that, but they're longer-term projects. Which... Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I think United Art Space, which is Michelle's, main body of work <clears throat> rather than the podcast if I put it that way is that right yeah would you phrase it that way so her main focus her, her is business, um, yeah. her business is supporting artists to find um their business head within the art is that right I think that's a good way of explaining it yeah I hope it makes sense um anyway so United Art Space is a hub and with a membership group but a few times a year, I, I, I don't know if it's two or three or four, um, Michelle offers free workshops. And the current workshop that she has is sorting out the year. And this one will be, Planning the year. unfortunately, this one will be finished by the it time will, this goes out. But I think you could still probably get the information. You can't, can you? Because it's no. only available for because it's free. But anyway, have a look and sign up because... There's, I think, partway through the year, she does one about focusing. Anyway, I'd, go and have a look. Go and have a look. <laughs> this one is about planning and sorting yourself out. But a lot of the planning exercises, free or otherwise, even paid ones, just take so much energy and thought and a bit kind of onerous in their own right and you know you kind of think oh yeah okay you do the first exercise and you're like mm, okay this one i found quite fun because i haven't done mind maps in years and it's quite visual isn't it very visual why don't i use mind maps it's amazing i use them when i'm doing a project so if for example i'm um organizing a workshop mm. i'll write down the title of the workshop in the middle yeah or something that could be the title and title might change yeah and then i sort of do little bits or oh, i want to talk about i want to teach this mm. and then i might say okay that leads on to that oh i need yeah. those materials yeah oh, i need to order those or oh, yeah. i haven't got enough of that mm. and i find i use mind maps that way but i haven't really used mind maps for a long time for no. actually planning mm. my goals as such yeah. I mean, when I put my maps down, it's more that I write something and then I lose space on the paper. So I end up writing right round it. So it looks like a mind map, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just chaos. Um, yeah. So I think a couple of days ago, I sat down with a couple of big old sheets of cheap paper and did some mind mapping about, I think my main words in the centre were... Um, Money, mm -hmm. art and business. Yeah. And the third one escapes me right now. Home? Home, yes. 
well done. That's the other big thing. I was going to say your personal stuff, isn't it? Personal life, yeah. So things that, you know, yes, all that stuff. And it was really useful because I did the thing that she said, which was I wrote all the things, it all spewed out onto the page from my tiny brain, lots of different colours um, because I love colour, as you know. And then I highlighted the first three things to do. And that's all I needed to do, was the first three things that I'm choosing to do to take the right steps. That simplifies it down, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, and it made it much more clear. The thing I found really good is when I did the money bit, mm. was not only sort of saying, OK, I want to earn X amount of money and breaking down... 20 how, million pounds in yeah, a week. exactly. Mm. And working out how I was going to do that, mm. whether, you know, what mix of... What income sources are going to achieve that? One thing I've never really thought about, mm. because I thought it was, you know, a given that I knew this, mm. but I had to actually think about it. What did I want the money for? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because it's all very well saying, oh, I want to earn this amount. Yeah, but it makes it far more real when you think, actually, I'd really like a holiday this year, or I need an engine for my car, or I don't know, do people... Yeah, and take, on taking list. it away from, I want to pay the bills. Because you can pay yeah. the bills and, it, you know, you can get a job. You can find a way. Yeah. You can find a way. But to make it a bit more exciting. Yeah. Rather than, oh, I just want to, I just want to get by, you know. Yeah. But if you make it more exciting and more, I suppose, um, reward and incentive. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. There's a lovely, uh, we'll stop talking about Michelle Lloyd in a second because bless her, her ears must be burning like mad by now. <laughs> um, but just um, if you are an artist who is considering making art your living rather than a full-time artist who lives from their art currently, there's a lovely video with Michelle and her friend Sharon Griffin, who's a sculptor who's amazing. She does these amazing fawns and um, kind of ethereal characters. But it's on YouTube and it's completely free and it's about an hour long to watch. But she talks about the f when they did this together, and it must be a few years ago now, and basically she was saying, well, you know, I just need to make my bills. And she said, but do you really? Don't you want to earn money? for?" And she said, well, I could take my children on holiday. And I, I could... Or they could have a, an extension for a second bedroom and, you know, all this sort of conversation. And it was so, it's such a lovely conversation and refreshing to hear because not all artists are richy rich and not all artists are struggling. And it's that lovely kind of transition between the two. So it's a really nice conversation if um, you want something that's just very gentle and very, I think you connect very well with... Um, the two artists, Michelle and Sharon, as they talk. Anyway, there you go. There's a bonus for you. Right, anyway, so what are you doing and how is this adrenaline helping you in your work at the moment? Well, in terms of painting, mm. I just, it's just, it's great. I just feel I want to actually paint. I was, in the evening, I've been sort of popping on social media or at lunchtime, just sort of doing a post. And there was a, a post from Alice Sheridan that mm. talked about um, being, you know, New Year is all of, you know, people say, you know, you've got to be consistent, you've got to do this, to do that, mm. etc. Mm. And Alice was throwing up the idea of, well, 
do you have to be consistent? Give yourself mm. you know, almost, you don't have to be. Give yourself and a breather. It gives yourself, but she asked for comments along the lines of where, you know, how are you being inconsistent? Mm. And I thought, gosh, I'm the complete polar opposite at the moment. I have to be, cons- I consistently have to be in the studio painting. Mm. And it's it's not a, oh, I can be sort of, you know, a bit, oh, I can do it this day and then, oh, maybe I'll do something else. I have to be consistent. But the good thing that I acknowledged was that I'm actually wanting to be consistent at this stage. Yeah. So having that, I suppose, realisation that it's not a trial, it's... I'm actually enjoying the process rather than mm. feeling, oh, I've got to go in the studio. And we all have those mm. times, like, oh, I've got to finish that painting and I don't want to do it, you know. I think I, I seem to remember that back in last September, October, August, September, October last year, when I was working towards um, that solo exhibition, I remember thinking, right, how do I break this down? And I had to finish my oil, anything with oil in, at a certain point and then I could start on anything with acrylic that was purely acrylics or mixed media because of the drying times and I remember thinking this feels amazing because I can be as indulgent as I want going into the studio I can switch off from everything else because I've got the best excuse ever I'm working towards something rather than painting for the love of it which I you know, both of us do. We both, it's why it's where we work because we absolutely love it. But I remember that thinking, I don't have to do anything I don't like for the next few months because I love this and I've got a great excuse to do it all. And and kind of that little, that little sense of devilment and glee tickled me as well because actually I still did all the things that I needed to do around the house and you know, paid bills and did the practical stuff as well. But the fact that I had an excuse to opt out of anything except studio time was um, was a delight. It's just lovely mm. to be able to just focus completely. And I did think if I was selling 20 paintings a month, because <laughs> I think we were doing like 25 paintings for exhibitions, something like that, but they were quite large. Yeah. Um, this could be my life. Yeah, just painting and selling, yeah. Just painting and selling. Not necessarily going to many events in person. And that's when I realised which bit of the work I like the most. And the bit of the work I like the most is the painting and that side of it, the doing, the creating. I occasionally like in-person events. Um... But my, that's why my main focus this year will be finding a way of selling that doesn't always involve me. And it's, it's that kind of balance of... Because we are different. At the moment, you're painting like, um, you know, like a wild thing. Um, and I haven't had any studio time this year yet, which is killing me <laughs> slowly. But... You know, there's been other priorities, there's been other things to do um, and family and family visits that I wasn't able to make at Christmas. So travelling to see my mum, for example, 
which is something I really want to do, but means that I can't be in the studio at the same time because she lives 350 miles away. So it's that kind of, you know, you strike in a balance. Um, but I'm missing it. I'm missing it a lot. But I'm planning, which is really helping me. You know, I'm really, really focusing on what is it I want the most? Where does my priority sit? And um, there's an, an element of work in that because in order to get myself out of in-person events, I need to be creative about how I sell my work. Because there's no point doing 25 paintings if they're just going to sit in a shed. That'll be your quote. <laughs> no point doing 25 paintings if they're going to sit in I'll a shed. I'll be on my gravestone. <laughs> I know that when I'm painting, just in terms mm. of what works for you and what doesn't work for you in the studio, mm. is that, I think I've said before, I work really well in the morning. Mm. You know, that sort of, I don't know, 10 to 1, that sort of spell. Yeah. work really well and in fact we should have recorded this in in an afternoon I should have been painting in the morning <laughs> and, anyway. but one thing I have realized is that I can't listen to music podcasts or anything when I'm painting it has to be quiet it's, it's really interesting isn't it because I am the exact opposite in order to kind of loosen up I need something on in the background and it's usually a book, a podcast or something, not necessarily music because I get a bit dancey with music. Um, but when I'm, if I'm doing underlayers, I can listen to music. But if I'm actually painting, I will have something on that's almost white noise. Yeah. And um, I don't necessarily tune into it completely, but it stops the other side of my brain from kicking in with thoughts. Yeah. So it stops me overthinking. I'm. I don't know what my, um, you know, brain is doing. Whether I'm sort of, sort of switching off, or not. I'm sort of just thinking, musing. You know, what, what mm. it is. But I'll find out over the course of the next couple of months what <laughs> what works. Maybe, maybe you should journal it. Oh no, it's more hard work. <laughs> <laughs> something oh no oh no, video blog I, yeah no no i don't think so <laughs> self-analysis yeah self-analysis no thank you <laughs> i think this is the first time i haven't bought a journal to start at the beginning of the new year because i mean you actually write you like writing stuff down do you yeah, yeah. well i get, get about three months in and then it drifts um yeah. but yeah i do i love journal i mean i love you know, everything, I love manifesting and visualisation and meditation and journaling, all that side, really. Because I don't Just, do any of that. I love it. I've, you know, been doing it for a long, long time, for years. Oh, we're so different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, basically, you're grounded and I'm a little fairy. <laughs> I think it's so you, you do have to think optimistically very think ahead that things are actually going to work out so whether that's me doing it silently manifesting I silently you, yeah i think you you know you do it in your own way because you're a very positive person and i i you know you don't have to use other people's prescriptions or tools to do whatever it's just if it helps it helps and if it doesn't 
then you're already doing it. Because let's face it, you've created your studio, you've created your audience, um, you paint, you've got a life where you're, you're a full-time painter. So actually, you're doing all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see Karen, she was like, hmm, musing really? on that. Her eyes yeah. were like, hmm, mine, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's because also I'm musing like that because mm. I think you're, I mean, I'm always looking ahead. Yeah. Like, trying to, not thinking of things I want to do. And, you know, my my failing, I suppose, is I have to sort of always enjoy the moment, sort of switch back and think, enjoy the moment. Yeah, I think that's very easy for all of us to kind of get ahead of ourselves and always crave the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, instead of kind of just standing and thinking, actually, I'm okay today. Today is a good day. Of course, today if, is a good day. If you are continually looking ahead, I mean, obviously, if you want to move on, you have to look ahead. Yeah. But you need to be in the moment as well. Absolutely. So you have your steps, but, you know, you know, do the steps now as and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. The journey is the important part, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It is. It's oh we're really profound this morning. Oh gosh. We are so profound. What have you been on? <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee, that's the thing. I know. I, well I've only had half a cup, so yeah. Also Definitely. I have yes. to say oh. I am absolutely mm. my legs are aching because I did a run yesterday. <laughs> weirdo and you see this is where we definitely are polar opposites because i went for a nice walk with the dog you did running weirdo <gasps> i did it <laughs> yeah i it must have been we must have been in a bit of a rush because i did the run and then we we i suppose we had to get home and i forgot to stretch out afterwards oh and um now oh i'm paying for it i stretched out when i got home but yeah or maybe it just wasn't used. To, my body wasn't used to it after getting back know, into the whole back into system of it all, all the mm. running and things like that. Did enjoy it. Got a new watch thing, you see. Well, it's new I to noticed. me. I know it's what my very heart, fancy. I know what my heartbeat is at any particular moment now. Wow. So obviously, I'm doing the podcast, so it's not at my <laughs> average resting pace. But. <laughs> So is your adrenaline high with that as well? Not as high as when I'm running, I can tell you. <laughs> when I'm running, I am sort of on the verge of, what's that, what's that level they say, you know, your heartbeat in exercise should be no more than, say, what was it, 220 less your age or something beats per minute or something? Oh dear God, I've no idea. Put it that it's way, I get, I get very near it. <laughs> Near the, near the upper, yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. Well, at least it means you're working yourself to the limits, I guess. Um, yeah, I imagine so. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I just sort of check and check the recovery. It's more for recovery, sort of checking that it you know, goes down, sort of. You go back to normal, yeah. to human level again. Whereas I'm um, definitely at, um, you know, compare and contrast levels. We had a nice walk. We looked over the fields. The dog jumped in puddles. <laughs> the only adrenaline spike I had was when we got home and had to bath her. So <laughs> she does love a puddle. Anyway. I thought you meant yourself then. No, no. <laughs> I can imagine no, you I jumping wasn't. up and down. Well, yeah. actually, I do love puddle jumping, but I would look like an idiot 
if anybody saw well I do look like an idiot let's face it so yeah but but you need a child in tow for puddle jumping because otherwise you do look like you've lost your mind you could just be pretending you're washing your wellies well there is that yeah (laughs) but some some of the puddles were like streams yesterday so I think I would have got you know pulled away anyway so what's this week holding for you studio time yes but also i've got bits and pieces home wise i need to sort of fit in around mm. studio the sort of um ucas form needs to be finished oh. um you know those sort of things you know just just giving support to the family yeah and also i have a meeting to do with um, a local arts group that I nice. chair. But I'm putting that sort of on the sort of, not back burner, but sort of on the back burner and letting the committee mm. sort of take over the reins for a little bit while I get the studio work done. Mm. So I've got a meeting about that just to sort of run through all the things that would normally happen. So it's all all in hand, which is yeah, going to be it's... really good actually. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's really interesting with committees because um, the type of people who sign up to be on a committee are usually people who are interested, engaged and capable. And so it's really nice to be able to take a step back and let them get on with it because they're a lovely, but I know them, or at least I know some of them. Um, and they're a lovely bunch, so I'm sure they'll... Well, it's it's one of the things, because I've been involved with it for 10 years now. Well, you're a founder, let's, <clears throat> let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, it's sort of obviously close to my heart and you want it to do well and everything. Absolutely. So it is a matter of maybe I'm a control freak, <laughs> just have been hanging on to it all. <laughs> but I'm actually just letting it go. If something had to give in terms yeah. of getting my painting work done. Mm. And home doesn't give because that's important to me. So Absolutely. the only other thing that I could sort of put to the side at the moment is my the Cam Valley Arts Trail. Well, you knew it'd be looked after in exactly. capable hands. That's exactly. the thing, isn't it? There's a and team there. Yeah. Yeah, and I always think you know it's like it's like children. You raise them to be independent, and you have to at some stage just step back and let them fly. Or shove them and let them fly either way <laughs> hello ben I've, yeah I've bless been, him he I've ran been, away oh, i've been very very good in terms of um not looking at emails from this group and not looking oh, at well the, not looking at the whatsapp messages i can see there's Ooh. loads of messages flying around um, but not not looking yeah. at it because yeah i i don't want to get pulled into it yeah at the moment, I can't mentally, I haven't got space to be pulled into No, exactly. It. And I think that's the other thing with doing anything. You have to prioritise what you're capable of doing because otherwise life becomes overwhelming. When you take on something that's more onerous than you've had before, you do have to reevaluate where your energy can go. You know, let's go back to Michelle Lloyd's phrase of, you know, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Um, and that too is... You know, you have to put the energy where you need it right now. And I think prioritising is always a good idea. Have you ever struggled at prioritising? Oh my gosh, all the time. I'm a flutter brain. I 
you know, I have to really consider what I'm doing because my tendency is to try and do all the things all at once and not do any of them particularly well if I'm careful. I rush and my focus just disintegrates. So I have to kind of do the list, do the thing, cross it off. (laughs) (laughs) Because otherwise it's too easy, I'll try to do everything. Um, I've got better over the years at asking for help. I'm very, very lucky in the home, in my home life that I have amazing support with my lovely husband. But not everybody has that. And so you just have to kind of think, well, that can wait, that can wait. This is important to do today. It's, you know, those life skills that we all are supposed to have learned when we were young. And sometimes you forget them and have to reteach yourself. <laughs> yeah, early, earlier on, we were sort of having a quick natter before we spoke on the podcast. And I was saying yeah. I have a couple of projects that I've identified, more long-term projects. Yeah, very exciting. Are really exciting me. And you know when you sort of bubble over with, um, I suppose, you know, mm. energy, thinking, oh, I could do this, do that, yeah. oh, 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 I could, and you could plan yeah. this, and oh. you want to yeah. think, oh, if I do that now, blah, blah, blah. And I'm and having to, yeah, well, to avoid that scenario, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put them to one side and mm. deal with those later in the year. But mm. to have identified them has been a revelation almost. Yeah. Almost yeah. A clari- cl- the clarity that suddenly sort of descended on me when I thought, yes, that's it. You know, I suddenly thought, oh. A real aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's lovely. And that's, I think, um, oh, have you... Have you read Big Magic by Liz Gilbert? Liz I Gilbert. haven't, no. You keep recommending it and I keep thinking I must get hold of that. <sighs> I know. I rabbit on about it all the time. Um, but it's it's a lovely book, actually. It's one of those things that if you don't grasp the thought or the muse or capture it in some way, it can be lost into the ether and somebody else will pick it up and run with it. Um, but it's, so at the moment while you're super, super busy, you need to capture that in some way where you can pick it up and have the same enthusiasm for it when you're ready. So we were talking before the podcast about how Karen can do that. And one of the things we thought might be a good idea is to, for Karen to video record herself, just for herself, capturing all the thoughts she has about it in that way where she captures her enthusiasm, all her thoughts, as well as writing it down, so that when she's ready to re-engage with it, when she's ready to actually act upon it, she can see how giddy she was. And I just, because you are, when you were talking about it this morning, you were so fired, it was like, and this, and then that, and then this, this, and this, and then that, and that, and that. And it was so sweet. And I was like, you have to just video yourself because you're so... So caught up in it. So I just, yeah. So go and read Big Magic. Mm. I'm going to. Anyway. You did mention it on. I don't know what we were talking about. You now. did mention it on Instagram that book with the Tara Lever. <gasps> oh, challenge or something. Yes, at Tara Lever. It's a 21 day 
challenge, which let's face it, I'm not very good at, often not very good at keeping challenges going. And the reason I jumped in is when I looked at the prompts, they're really interesting. Some of it is like things that, oh, I can't even think about it. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me read them out rather than, um, you can still get it. You can still sign up for the challenge at the end and get the prompts at the end of it. Um, so it's things like your colour palette, your favourite tool, the inspiration, um, the smallest painting you've ever done, things you want to celebrate, a lesson that you've learned, um, an art book that's your favourite. It's stuff like that. So it's not all about one person or you. It's not about you. It's about sharing so that other people can see what's inspired you so you can jump in and think oh that looks like a good book or oh yeah I can relate to that so it's been really nice to do it from that point of view and um, there's a few days left as this podcast goes out there's still a few days left so do go and have a look at Tara Lever because even if you don't take part in the challenge you can still look at the hashtag 21 days in my art world and see what's inspired lots of other artists around the world and it is it's been really lovely to take because it's a very gentle challenge let's face it it's nothing too difficult well as an observer because I've just been following all these posts Mm. from different artists Mm. um, it's been really um, insightful really sort of seeing Mm. what makes people tick yeah and how people have um, taken the prompt and twisted it to fit something totally different to each other yes so I found yeah. that um, I found that fascinating as well. Yeah, I have because some people have looked at color palette and gone with, you know, the things in their work, like you know, um, an autumn day, as opposed to what's on their actual painting palette. I liked your one, which was work in Did progress, you? where you went me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> in progress though so yeah. I thought that was just summed summed up um, us yeah. completely well it summed yeah. up me thinking yeah that's right that's totally right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know it's that evolution isn't it we're all changing constantly so which is nice yeah got to got to keep moving move move yeah. you're running I'm plodding but we're getting there we're both moving what are you Absolutely. up to what are you up to this week then before we well It'll be the end of the week before I'm able to get in the studio, but I have got my journal on the go because my mind is whizzing with ideas at the moment. Um, And I'm doing a lot of jotting down. The mind maps have really been a catalyst for jumping off into using my creativity um, in in a way in the business side of things. And making things easier on myself business-wise so that I can paint more. Um, so although I'm not in the studio, I'm my head's in it. You're setting, you're setting yourself up for a, a lifetime of studio time. Well, wouldn't that be nice? I might just, at the end of the day, be an old wizened hag... Instead of living in a in a you know a pot in the <laughs> a little hovel in the woods, living in a little studio at the bottom of somebody's garden, just <laughs> painting. <laughs> or you just you just you're one of these old old ladies that goes round and you smell of just oil paint. 
I think I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Oops. Yeah. 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 With my little grey dog and my little grey head and <laughs> painting, painting. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. There was, there was, I listened to something. Um, I think it was Nick Wilton Art to Life podcast. And I can't remember the name of the, the artist, but I will put her the link of the podcast in. Um, the, the notes, notes the, yeah. the notes, which always sit below the podcast, wherever we are. Um, but there was <laughs> there was a female woman artist on there talking about when she's in the studio time, basically she becomes very dishevelled and she forgets that the rest of the world exists. And then she'll nip to the shops for, I don't know, a pint of milk or whatever and not realise that she looks bonkers because she's covered in paint and she's in a, and she's literally in studio gear which is what I do all the time. When I'm in painting mode, I don't think about the real world. So I'll wander around like a disheveled artist with paint on my face and the rest of it. And I, I, it was so relatable. And I thought, oh my God, don't other people do that? They clean up before they go out when they're painting. No, I have studio, <laughs> studio clothes that um, you answer the door and you you wonder why sort of they look, people look at you in surprise and it isn't until later in the day when you've actually you know you've gone back to the studio you've painted you come out again and you're sort of maybe yeah. changing for the day and you sort yeah. of catch a, an eye you know a, a sort of sight of yourself and think oh right or your or your other half comes in and said did you realize you've got a third eyebrow and you're like uh no but that's yeah. that's why they looked rather surprised yeah, yeah, exactly. So on that note, I hope yeah. you have a very happy painting week. We'll do. Have a good journaling week. Thank you. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Planning. Planning more than journaling, okay. I think. Planning. But um, yeah, like you, insight wise, I've realised that mornings are not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, right. On that note, have a very happy week, everybody. And... Leave us a comment. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If we can actually stay on topic at any point, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meander around it. <laughs> but send in love to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Take care, everyone. See you Lots then. Of love. Bye. 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 Smoke and water. I'll be a